Happy Red Taylor's version Eve, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm so happy you said that. That's exactly what I was going to say, because that's all my brain can comprehend right that's now. That's all I think about the same. An hour and seven minutes. We can... So apparently some one of my dance girls graduated last year, and she uh-huh. goes to UT now. And apparently one of her sorority sisters' dads, like, works – with her label or something uh-huh. and so like abby like has it already and like some of the yeah. other girls were like yeah, i've already heard it and i'm like no i don't want to do that i like yeah want to hear it the right way yeah i had a, a parent supposedly all too well leaked and one of my friends was telling me about it one of my it, friends I, I one of my, my assistant said she listened to it like my class assistant and i was like where's the f word and it's not where you think it is oh interesting yeah I... it's like in a lyric that we don't know I I was like I it was there but then I was like I need to like be at because I was also like at yeah, work that. when that te- got yeah. when that text got to me and I was like I'm not gonna sit here and cry at my desk like I was like no, I need I'll to probably, be at home cozy I, I assume I will be up in the next hour and I'm probably gonna yes. listen to all too well and better man and then I'll probably save the rest for tomorrow yes yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe pick my top ones yeah and then. The rest, yes, will be tomorrow. I'm so excited. Red was like yeah. one of my favorite ones during high school. It's, yeah, oh, it's a phenomenal album. I am the only one I might be like more excited for or equally as excited as is um, Speak Now. Mm, my That for me is that 1989. Is I am so going good. to be See, 1989 was like right when I was falling out of my... Oh. Oh, interesting my Taylor Swift face like I did not listen to 90, 1989 when oh, it came out and I did yeah. not listen to Reputation and then I started to come back to her during like Lover okay well me so I was a huge Taylor Swift stan when I was like 11 during the debut yeah. Yeah. and then I fell out of it during Fearless and Speak Now and then that Red, is, Red was my comeback album that's insane to me Isn't but that all crazy? right you know it's that's so wholesome ludicrous my dad and I always bonded over Taylor Swift together when I was same. like 11 listening to the country she was like country country mm-hmm. yeah same and my so parents went to a Tim- when I fell out of it and then when my parents he- went to a Tim McGraw concert Oh. When she used to follow his concerts and sing in the parking lot. And so they oh. saw Taylor Swift like sing in a parking lot once. That's cool like before song. she got famous. My dad, when he found out I was like interested in the Red Album, he like bought it for me and like left it on my bed because it would be oh, like so sweet. I also saw a TikTok today of someone that went to Target and Adele's album was on the shelves. Oh! <laughs> And they were like, uh-oh. Uh, they're like, we are gonna buy it, but uh someone's in trouble here. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's also well, gonna be. I love that. I love that. Bachelorette <laughs> podcast. That's also you know Red has a lot to do with The Bachelor, I think. I oh absolutely. Who do you I, I also mean... my assistant is a huge Swifty and I we have like the song that we do that's like a good song for the kids and it's like you give them scarves and they like uh-huh. wait like little mesh scarf things and they yeah. like dance with them and she goes oh I see what you did there and I'm like Ugh. what are you talking about and she's like I leave my I leave my scarf or <laughs> she like was referencing all yeah. too well and I was like no I actually just had this in my lesson plan but yeah we'll say it's I literally started class I teach three and four year olds and I go do you guys know what today is and they're like what and I'm like it's Red Taylor's version of Eve. And they were like, 
what? Like, I don't know what any <laughs> of this like, time means. to educate you kids. Time for you to know. God, I love the re-releases. It's really just it's like a so magical. Good. I did hear like a snippet feeling. of it on TikTok. And I guess I don't know how that ended up on TikTok. I, know. I think she shared it maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I loved how it sounded of I All know. Too Well. It sounds like almost like nostalgic and not as like yes. sad. Yes. I'm what really did Jake Gyllenhaal do? I just can't wait to hear Better Man. I am like gonna cry when I hear Better Man because that song makes me really sad for no reason. Like that song just hits me, mm-hmm. and and I yeah I'm gonna lose it when I hear I'm, oh. when I hear I knew you were trouble. I'm gonna immediately feel like a 17 year old again. I know. Me? I was listening. I've been listening to the album all day. Obviously. Oh yeah. And Last time I'm, like, I'm giving Scooter Braun money. That's why yes. I was like justifying it to myself. It's just like it's gonna be so weird hearing. Her sing all uh I knew you were trouble now just because that song is so like twenty two year olds of her. Oh yeah. But I'm still I'm still excited. I remember we did that song in show choir and there was like what it was like the girl song and there was one day that like our teacher didn't think that we were being like intense enough. So he told all of us, he was like, Okay, I need you all to like think of one specific boy that like you dedicate this song to. And that is not what you should tell, like, a bunch of 16 and 17-year-olds. Because we just went, like, ballistic. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I obviously am, like, losing my voice. I don't know what from. I just got a little tickle in my throat. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to, like, just yell all too well on the way home. And I, it it sounded bad. It sounded really bad. But that won't stop me. (sighs) Okay, I'm sorry, everyone. It's just now we talked about Taylor Swift. We have for six a minutes. national holiday upon literally, us. literally a holiday. I also have work off tomorrow, and I didn't schedule it for this purpose. But I'm kind of like, I'm kind of worried my coworkers are going to think I really took a day off. But you know what? Ooh, you know what? I do have therapy tomorrow, so I think that my re-listening sesh will probably really bring in some Either good talking be like, points. let's talk about your deepest wounds and you're like but also let's talk about red taylor's version what's your favorite song What'd i've you think shown her tiktoks before <laughs> like tiktoks that are like me talking for 45 minutes about something completely inconsequential and then me last five minutes of the session here's my deep rooted trauma the inconsequential 45 minutes is going to be all red just all about it yes that's okay Okay, guys. Sorry. Okay, We're just to relate, really excited to try to relate Red to this season. Yeah, if let's Michelle, let's see a transition if here. Michelle was a song on Red. What would she be? Oh, okay. Let me pull up the track list, which I obviously know it, but I need to see it in front of me. I well, really honestly, are... this episode, this episode, it would be Better Man. <laughs> but should we just go with the original album? Yes. I'm really wanting I don't know if this is her in particular but I'm really feeling like a nice love for her like a love song for her would be like a holy ground type situation or like the lucky one maybe oh yeah yeah chills literally okay I'm not kidding you I'm gonna levitate when I hear state of grace come in like my body will lift up of the ground i'm or maybe maybe begin again you know she's having a fresh start yeah, exactly i was i was saying that too but i was like is that too cliche but it is a fresh start 
Um, I think that last episode. I knew you were trouble. Might be this episode specifically. <gasps> or are they still dealing with Jamie? No, you'll see. Oh Lord, yeah, I feel like Jamie was. I knew you were trouble. No, yeah. Chris, Chris, that's who everyone's fighting now. Chris is. I knew you were trouble. The girls are fighting. The girls are fighting. Okay, yeah. So this week, Haley is befumbling me because I once again have not watched. You could literally tell me anything about this season. I would believe you. Wait, why? Okay, sorry. Really quick, I'm on Reddit, just skimming, and. Damar from Tasha season, who you don't really know, but he was mm-hmm. a delight, super hot. He was briefly on Paradise. Uh-huh. Did a live cy- uh, Instagram live cycling because he's a cycle instructor cycling class with Zed, oh. DJ. Hello, That's so cool. <laughs> that is insane. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm just skimming. I don't think I can Reddit, think of any tea. Um, Dylan has a sty on his eye. (laughs) I saw it because Hannah posted, um, you know how Enchanted is trending on TikTok right now? She posted it and she's like, when your boyfriend gets a sty but you don't fart. And so then it's her, please don't be with someone. I don't think think that woman produces any bodily functions. I think no, she's she genuinely a Barbie doll, and her little yeah, feet she's are empty pointed on the inside for sure. Like that. <laughs> um, apparently, Aaron blocked Tammy on Twitter. That's funny. <laughs> um, okay, should we get into it? Yes, please. Okay, also, so fifty-eight minutes until red. So, oh my god. Okay, so I um. Did not take notes while watching the episode. I love that for you. <laughs> and then w- just went back and took notes from my brain. Oh. And <laughs> made up truths and lies. So this should be interesting. Okay. I love you using your brain. That's really. Thank you. Do you have yeah, like, do you know anything about the episode? No, I'm really just like. Do you know who the one-on-ones were with at all? No. So she did two one-on-ones in one group date. Oh, oh interesting. Do you want to guess who her one-on-ones were with? The guy that she gave both group date roses to had to be one of Brendan. them. Brendan. Brendan. Wrong. <gasps> what the heck? That's so annoying. Yeah. Why would you they're send him on? Actually, you're going to guess these because they're kind of like not anyone that is like high <gasps> Wait, up. I think I saw someone talking about Martin. Martin is one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So her first one-on-one date is with Martin. Okay. I'm pulling up the cast so I can. <laughs> I don't know how to say Martin. Like it, it do- I guess I need to say a softer T, I think. <laughs> so they go to like she says the name of it so it's like clearly sponsored um it's like a car race track situation and they like race cars and like drag they do what's like drifting and mm-hmm. stuff um and he like does it's like he kind of gets frustrated that silly they have fun yeah so then they like sit down so they race and then they do like I think they sit in a hot tub for a little bit and then they have dinner later. And at some point he cool. like tries to defend Jamie a little bit and is Why? like, I can't Why? speak, I can't speak to your relationship with him, but like, he's a great guy. Like it's clear that him and Jamie were friends and you can tell that she's like, uh, what? and she's um, not into it. But why it's did not she like have to super- bring him up? Like, that's- I know. That's always the dumbest thing when people bring yeah. up other people during their date. Like, oh, you yeah. just killed the vibe. Also, God, he just does not look like a Martin. Not at all. 
He looks like, like more like a Marvin to me, even. Yeah. His hometown um, is Cordoba, Argentina. That's cool. Yes, that is cool. Um, and so then they go to dinner, and I I really should have taken notes. <laughs> but all I remember is that he talks about how hard it is to be vulnerable and how he's working on it. Mm-hmm. And I just got very little connection between them. There's no sob story, which maybe is honestly part of it, which like mm-hmm. I know that's like not every person has to have a sob story, but, but it just sure like didn't help. Yeah, I didn't get the vibes, but he was like, it's hard to be vulnerable, but I'm working on it. And it was and she was like, I love that. And I was like, what? Ooh. And then she gave him a rose. I just okay. really did not sense the connection that I get Some with her. Bare like, minimum. Yeah, like I don't Twitter. sense the connection I get with like Nate or Joe um, or even like some of the other guys mm-hmm. or like Brendan. So sorry I took really shitty notes on that date. Hey, that's okay. So then we get to the second date, the second group date or the first group date, sorry. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the date cards <laughs> But – Basically, they are – Caitlin comes in and they're given pajamas. Everyone is given different types of pajamas. So I'm going to list three types of pajamas, and I want you to guess which one is not a a pair that was given out. Okay, okay, okay. One is a risky business, so like a white button down and little white boxers, briefs, a onesie, Uh or a long nightgown dress, sleeping gown situation. I think it's definitely the last two. I would I think a risky business one would be so funny, but I think the last two, it's kind of like a little cozy vibe. You're wrong. <gasps> Which ones are they? The risky business and a onesie. <gasps> wow. And they all you kind know, of have okay. different pajamas. Some were like a lot of them were normal, but then a few of them were like random. Speaking of risky business, do people even do that anymore? Like that was such a thing. Mean? Did you did you do that when you were at college? Oh, no. I don't think that's a thing anymore. What? Really? I didn't go to parties. So that was like a you're thing. actually, you're definitely asking the wrong person. That was like a very big thing during like my freshman year. It was like, yeah, oh maybe God, it was. Best party. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. But again, it was person to ask. an extremely comfortable party theme, I will say. I believe However. that. So. They get to the – they're all in their pajamas, and they get to this place, and it's basically like a giant slumber party. Oh, that's cute. So there's, like, food and games and, like, teddy bears and – yeah. But – and the guys are into it, but they're, like, a little too into it. (laughs) And, like – which is always, like, my favorite when that happens. I felt Mm -hmm. actually really bad for Michelle. It's quite sad, and I actually relate to it deeply. Um, but it, it, that like happens on various seasons and it's my favorite is when the guys are too busy being friends that they like don't pay attention what they're supposed to, to be doing. And that's like yeah. exactly what happens. Like she wants to like do something. One of the like stations, like make, I think she wanted to like get popcorn or something. And she's like, who's going to help me? And like, no one said anything. And then like, they were going to play a game and they were like, oh, Michelle, you don't want to be here for this part <gasps> of it. It was like bad. And obviously it's edited. But she's, like, getting really discouraged, um, and she just kind of shuts down and is, like, just, like, sad. And so she just kind of shuts down in that situation, and then Caitlin and Tasha come in and reveal that they're actually going to be having a pillow fight contest, two teams, and whichever team wins gets to go to the cocktail party. 
So they're sitting, like getting set up for that. And Caitlin, she's like looking, she's just, she's just shut down, which I, is exactly how I handle conflict in that moment. Oh yeah. I'd just be like, well, I'm going home and, forever. Yeah. And Caitlin's like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm trying not to cry. Like I'm, I don't know. I'm just, she's like trying to have a good attitude, but she's clearly upset. So then they have this pillow fight contest and like one team was definitely like more physically advantaged than the other team. And then uh-huh. there was this moment where it was, I can't remember who it was Olu against. I want to say it was Brendan, but I'm not for sure. And Olu is, he's wearing a onesie and he takes his onesie off and like tie, or he takes the top of his onesie off and like ties it around his waist. So he's just wearing pants essentially. And he is jacked. Like his abs are like, they look like it, like, that was the contest they were having Good was everyone Lord. was just punching him in the abs. Oh. Yeah. He's like a, he's like a rock. Okay. Um, oh. So they win and that's who goes to the cocktail party. It was like Olu. Ooh, I think Nate. Some other people. Some other people. And so she gets to the cocktail party, Clayton. And she's like, I did not feel seen or appreciated tonight. Period. Like I felt left out. Like I I told I shared with y'all my poem last week about how I was always kind of ignored and chosen last and that's exactly how I feel right now. Mm-hmm. And I just feel really discouraged and just like gives it to them straight and they all like really sober up in that moment. And like it was really I mean like and this has happened before where it's just like they all are like oh shit, okay. And then they just like get back to business like yeah very like healthy communication and reception yeah so then they're all I like trying love to that i love yeah that so then you said how she felt and i love that they listened yeah so then they're all just like trying to be better in their one-on-one conversations with her and olu gets really emotional talking to the guys about that and like how that resonated with him and then talking to her he gets mm-hmm. really emotional and talks about how he saw his sisters go through similar experiences as black women, like feeling mm-hmm. left out um, and just like really opens up to her. And you know how I feel about my King Olu. Mm-hmm. And so he gets the group date rose. <gasps> Yay. Yes. My love. So second one-on-one is with Rick. Eyebrows guy. Oh. Table guy. Yeah. I was going to say eyebrows guy. He's the table guy to me. Yeah. So, okay, so I took this note, and I don't remember if which date card it happened on, but there was this moment where they weren't sure if Nate was going to get the group date. I think it was during the group date, Rose, or during mm-hmm. the group date reading. It came down to Nate and Rick for who was the last person to be on the mm-hmm. date card, and Rick got it, and Nate was like, obviously, I'm disappointed, but I know my time for a one-on-one will come, or something like that. Mm-hmm. He says, I know my one-on-one will wow, come. Very, very confident. Yeah, but like oh my God, my voice. Like, yes, but also like, I really would not read in, like, I personally don't read into that that much. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I mean, that's just but like just, saying like, what's coming to you will come eventually, you know, yeah. or what's so just, meant for you will come yeah. when it needs to, whatever. Yeah. So I is. don't really think what he said was that big of a deal, but just make note of that because it okay. is going to be coming. Oh God. Or someone like, oh, this guy's cocky. Blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. Which I also saw some interesting Reddit comments that were like, well, we'll get into that. We'll come back to that. I just feel like the producers like to cast black men on this show as cocky or hostile a lot. 
So we'll come back to that. So they go to like, it was beautiful. I can't remember where it was, um, but it was like these mountains. And what is the word for like, it was like a ski lift, but it's like enclosed. Gondola. A gondola. Mm-hmm. They go in these gondolas that, and like, it's beautiful. It mm-hmm. was like, I don't know where they were in, where are they even at? What state are they They're in? in California? Yes, you're right. You're right. Because at the end of the date, she announces that they're going somewhere else. And which I'll have you guess that. I didn't make that a truth in a lie, but I'll have you guess that. And the guy says, buy Palm Springs. So you're right. They're in California. Oh. It's beautiful. <laughs> Are they going to Cleveland? What was that? No. Peter season? Was that? No, that, it literally was Cleveland. And the girls the were like. Cleveland pig. Uh... <laughs> Actually, you can guess that right now. I want you to guess where you think they're going. It's in the United States. Well, I'm thinking, I know they go to Minnesota at some point, but I don't think it's now. Like a Utah? Utah? It is Minnesota. Really? Minnesota already? already? Yeah. Hmm. Which I'm really excited because I think her and Joe have a date there, which that makes me feel some type of way. I feel very happy. Yes. Okay. So they like ride these gondolas and then they like walk through a forest. Mm. And they're like really vibing. Like he's like, I love weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's I the outdoor. <laughs> Loves like nature. I meant to say nature. I do love the weather. It was like just a chill date, which she's Mm -hmm. had some like chill dates, which I like. Um, so then they stumble upon this like little display. I don't know what you want to call it in the forest. That's called see a wish, send a wish, or something like that. I'm like like imagining like they stumble upon a fairy enclave and they are just like a little give three. It looks like a little it's like it looks like a little mailbox kind of with like a plaque on it. Oh, okay. And it says like see a wish or send a wish or something like that. Which it's weird because it's like you can submit your own wish, but you can also read other people's wishes, which feels deeply intimate. Um Yeah, I don't so then they so okay, so I'm gonna read you three wishes and Two are true, one's a okay. lie. I wish I find my soulmate. I wish my dad could see me now. I wish I end up in a job that makes me happy. I wish my dad could see me now. Are these theirs or are they reading other people? They're reading others. Oh, uh, wow. Well, that could be anything. Um, I'm still going to stick with the dad one, I think. Wrong. <gasps> oh, that's sad. The job one was the lie. So okay. they read the soulmate one first, and then they read the dad one, and he gets, like, kind of choked up. <gasps> did they so plant like, one oh, for sure his they daddy did. issues? <gasps> and he says, yes. And he says, my dad, I think he said his dad passed, like, three years ago. No! Which, like, he's young, so that's sad, because, I mean, he doesn't seem old enough to have a parent who could pass away. Yeah. So, and he just gets really emotional, but they're, like, having this very touching moment. Rick is a very emotional guy, mm-hmm. and during the that portion of the day, I just like he. I don't know. He gives me not the ick, but like the like, like the mm. distant cousin to the ick. The Ugh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he's just really emotionally intense. And I was texting my friend about it, and she brought up a good point that he stares like very intensely when oh, he talks. I, can't, I hate. I never know how long to keep eye contact <clears throat> with people. I start getting really stressed out. Yes, like, and so I, I think that's part of it. Little? But I also just think he's, like, deeply emotional and we'll, like, get into that. Okay. And it's a little bit intense for me. And I'm, like, a pretty emotional person. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's emotional. It's, like, very intense emotions. Mm-hmm. You know? 
What's his so. What's his sign? I'm gonna Google I don't it. Know. Rick the Bachelor sign. I'm gonna pretend like I know anything about astrology and be like, "This makes sense." So I, I bet sense. he's a Pisces. I think Pisces are really emotional. Or oh, Cancer. Yeah. I think those two are really emotional. Yeah, those know. two are very emotional. I'm a Cancer rising. I think or a Cancer. Moon. I'm a Cancer moon. You know who else is? Maria Taylor Swift. Let's see what I am. Um, where's my ghost star? I always forget. Rick. Rick so Rick, anyway, Rick. Oh, Rick is an Aries. I'm an Aries. Oh, I think I knew Aries are also. Aren't they also emotional? I don't know. I thought we were supposed to be like fiery. I am a Cancer rising. Yeah, that's so cute. I'm a okay. Aries Sun, Libra rising, Cancer Moon. I'm a Cancer that's rising, me. Sag Moon. Oh, that's so cute. Taurus Sun. That's so cute of us. Okay, so like we know what that means at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Means, We're like I will say, yeah. my friend who is really into astrology, when I told her my three, she was like, "Oh, that makes sense." And then my other friend has said, "It means big moon. It means big eyes, big emotions, big boobs." And I said, "Hell yeah!" Where's like, the lie? My friends told my friend told me that Libra risings are charismatic and pretty, and I was like, "I'll take it, babe." One for two, <laughs> I guess. Did you just hear my joke? No, what'd you say? I said one for two, I guess. <laughs> Which one? We'll never know. We'll never know. What if I not said that again? And so then when we're editing it, you just hear me say one for two and no response from Annie. It's, I log off. I'm like, I'm done. I immediately so, start playing all too well dedicated to Haley and this podcast. <laughs> so then they get to dinner and of course, so we got to get into the family trauma. Oh, but of course, so, the best time this, to talk about your trauma is over cold chicken. Yes. So this is um, the, I like how this was stupid epiphany during the show where I was like, well, no wonder they move so much faster in the show. It's like the things they talk about on the first dates are things that you would never talk about with someone on a first date. Yeah. Cause so long. it would be things that you would immediately scare someone off with yeah. if you went on a first date and you're like, I can't yes, wait which to I know married. that's not like a revolutionary thought, but I just like had this moment where I was like, uh, well, yeah. Could you imagine being on a first date and someone's like, I can't wait to get married. The reason why I'm excited to get married is because my dad wasn't here when I was growing up. And also then my mom left and then I had to raise her two little siblings on my own while also being a pageant queen and getting my PhD and starting a nonprofit. What? So true. <laughs> um, I'm reading, sorry, really quick. I'm reading Untamed by Glennon Doyle for the first time. Love that. Um, have you read it? Yes. My therapist told me to. <laughs> okay. So I really like it. I do. Um, but her whole relationship with Abby really freaks me out and it's the same thing like I was reading it yesterday and she's like oh my god my voice and she's like the second time they ever talked she called her on the phone and said I'm in love with you yeah and I'm leaving my husband that's yeah. the second conversation they ever had and Abby's like sick great and I'm like at least you found a crazy to match your crazy exactly yeah like I think you can do that but you have to have someone that matches your energy yeah Anyway, that just like blew my mind. Okay, so they get so he basically okay, this is like so dumb what I'm about to say, but I think you'll get it. He tells the story about how one day he looked at his dad's phone and he saw a text from a woman 
And I don't know why, but I was like, wait, they had cell phones back then? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. I had like a moment Haley, that I was like, dumb bitch. Haley's so young. She didn't even she doesn't even realize that people had so um when I was filling out your bachelor application, everyone I filled out a bachelor application for Haley this last week. I filled them uh, out for myself before. Yeah, I filled out a submission. I had to think for a second. I was like, is she ninety seven or ninety eight? Ninety eight. Ninety eight? Yeah, did you put ninety seven? Wow, I think I might have put ninety seven. I'm not sure. It's fine. I'm not sure. So what are my cats? They asked me for your weight and i thought that was so rude and i put zero pounds i was like this is not <laughs> then they're gonna cast me i'm golden dude <laughs> so they so he saw a text from his from a woman on his dad's phone and so okay. he ended up asking his mom about it and basically he is the reason that his mom found out that his dad was oh. cheating on Oh, no. And they ended up getting a divorce. (gasps) Oh, no. So he obviously, like, carried a lot of guilt that he shouldn't have felt, but any normal person would feel um, for, like, a long time, feeling like he broke up his parents' marriage. Which I'm like, that has so many layers. Like, if your parents get divorced, that alone, like, causes you to view relationships in such a different way. And then you feel like you're the reason your parents divorced. Your parents got a divorce because your dad cheated. And then he also made a comment that made it appear or seem that his dad held resentment towards him and was like, you're the re like he was mad at his kid for him cheating, which is super fucked. And then his dad died. So then. Oh no. So then his parents divorced. So he had divorced parents and he, he talked very well of his parents for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he says that one day he's at work and his dad calls and he can't, he can't answer it. And so he like texts his dad and he's like, sorry, I'm at work. I can't answer it. And the dad, and then he ca- he's able to call his dad a little bit later. And his dad's like, I'm just having a really hard time catching my breath. And then his dad ended up passing away. <gasps> so it's like this added layer of like, he probably feels guilt. Like if he had answered the phone earlier, which again, isn't true. Yeah. But like he spoke to his dad very briefly and couldn't answer the phone before his dad passed away. Oh my God. The layers of The layers. Drama. So- I feel like a little bit more understanding of why he is like so intense and like emotional. Uh huh. And Michelle handles it really well. And it's, I mean, it's super sad. And then he tells her that he is on the way to falling in love with her. What? And I'm like, bestie. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I before we got like, on, I was going to be like, I wonder if anyone says that they're like close to falling in love. But then I was like, no, that's crazy. And, Nope, Rick said it, and he gets the rose. Oof. So I feel like a painful breakup is coming that way. Yeah. I just don't see it with them, but I don't know. I don't really either, so you're fine. So then we get to the rose ceremony, cocktail party rose ceremony. So Chris S. gets up and makes a toast, because he's, like, really mad about what Nate said. Mm-hmm. And he's like... So he gets up and he makes a toast to everyone, including Michelle. And he's like, people think here think that they have it in the bag. And like, I heard that you told some of the guys on the group at the cocktail party from the group date that you did not feel like you were being seen. And that's a shame. And we should all be here fighting for you. And just like bullshit. Uh-huh. And so then she's like, and everyone's like, okay. And she's like, thank you. 
Oh my god. And they toast. And then I think it's Romeo, but someone is like, hey, can I take can I steal you mm-hmm. first? And then Chris goes, actually, I'm gonna take her first. <laughs> and it was like painful to witness. Ooh. Like, I know they fight over him, but it was like it was more than that. It was like he just was like, No, actually I am. But then Michelle's like, actually, I'm gonna go with Romeo first and then I'll come back and I'll get you. That's so uncomfy. So then Chris talks to her and he tells her what Nate said about like having a one-on-one coming. And he's just like, Nate thinks he has it in the bag. And Michelle says he has it in the bag, of course. And, and he just is like, I think this guy's really cocky and he's just like trying to start drama specifically with Nate. So then Michelle goes and talks to Nate and she just tells him everything that Chris said, mm-hmm. which I'm like, why of all people would you choose to start drama with the guy who so far this season with all other drama has been the person who's like, hey, let's get straight to the source and let's nip it in the bud. Exactly. Like you, you could not have picked a more level headed person to try and like, yeah, psych out. It's, yeah. It's so- not going to work. Yeah, so Nate is pissed, but he's not like – I mean, he's he's annoyed. It, it really, more than anything, he's annoyed mm-hmm. because he says something, and I'm like, that's so true. He's like, now my character is under question to Michelle, and none of this would have happened if he had never said anything. Mm-hmm. And so he, of course, right away is like, hey, let's go chat. Yeah. And they just, like, argue over each other. Like, it's like – it's how kind of all the fights have gone on the season where, like – well he's like why did you come to me first and he's and they're just like talking over each other Uh and he's like this is so dumb and the conversation doesn't end well but then it just shows all of the guys like are mad at him at chris like you can tell none of the guys see what chris sees Uh they all think he's dumb for bringing this drama in it's like kind of the story of this season where it's like one person starts drama and everyone's like this is stupid obnoxious yeah so Do you like think everyone we're going to get to a point, point in one of these seasons where people just, like, don't bring up drama ever? People just be know. sick of it. So I'd love this, like, that, but I think the producers would not. Yeah. There's this moment where Olu and Chris are sitting by themselves or, like, they're just, like, off on a couch. And Olu is like, Chris, do you think you're going to get a rose tonight? And Olu's, like, an intimidating guy. Like, he's yeah. fucking jacked and he's hot and he has a rose already. And Chris is like, like, he's just, he's clearly just like kind of trying to mess with Chris because he's annoyed with Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris is like, Olu, don't make me answer that. And he's like, do you think you're going to get a rose? And it's like, you could make Olu out to be the villain in that moment. But honestly, like Chris is so wrong and annoying in this that it was just kind of funny. Comedic. Yeah. Where he's yeah. just poking the Yeah. And so they're all kid. just like, they all are annoyed with Chris. And then Chris is like, I'm everybody get that hates rose. Chris. Everybody hates Chris. Yeah. And and he's like, I'm going to get that rose and I'm going to turn around. I'm going to wink at Olu. And the whole time he's saying it, it's like, you know, he's not going to do that because Olu no. is scary as shit. He's so intimidating. <laughs> he could, he could like t- touch you and you would crumble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it reminded me like the dynamic was very similar to like a Luke P situation where like yes! everyone hates him. We like, got a five eight villain. <laughs> literally, literally, there's a moment where Nate like puts his hands up or something. He does not touch Chris. Uh-huh. Chris is like, I don't remember who said what, but one of them's like, "Are you gonna put your hands on me?" And I'm like, "Stop acting like this would be a remotely fair fight." No, Nate is um, six eight, as we have learned. Yes. So then she sends home. We get to the rose ceremony. Of course, final rose goes to Chris S., of course. So 
she ends up sending home Romeo, mm -hmm. which I'm kind of sad about. Hopefully, maybe he'll have some time in paradise. Mm -hmm. Chris G, who's the motivational speaker. Oh, uh, sounds like a youth from master. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. And Will, okay. who was the one that was involved in the Romeo drama. Or the I was like, drama. did I miss something? Those seem no, all very Peter. predictable. I'm sure that next week... We'll see more shit with Chris. Though, yeah, right? there was a couple. Oh my gosh, they oh, squeakers. Um, there was a couple people that she kept that I'm like, I feel like she, I, I don't know, like there's still some randos left mm -hmm. that I'm a little bit like, what are we doing here? Okay, Brandon, like Casey, he's like kind of the older looking guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know why he's still there. <laughs> um. That might have been the only one. Yeah, I guess that's the only one that I'm like, what? Why? Yeah. Um. But me and my friend were talking, and I think her final four, or like Leroy, I'm like, Leroy will get sent home soon, which makes me sad. But mm -hmm. I bet Clayton will have to get sent home soon. Casey will get sent home soon. I feel like for Clayton being picked as Bachelor, he should have done something already that we like. People on for. Reddit are like, what What are we supposed to be so in love with about him? Like, he's given us nothing. Yeah. Like, he hasn't even had a one-on-one -on -one date yet where we get to, like, see him. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just – I'm not impressed by him thus far. For yeah. someone so that then, got picked early. Yeah. So then at the end, she announces that they are going to Minneapolis. Unity! So, which I'm sure, honestly, I bet a lot of the guys were, like, almost nervous, too, because that gives – like, Joe is going to have such, like, I mean, a yeah. home field advantage. Oh, yeah. Um, But then there's a ton of drama in the preview for next season. Like, I thought it was an upcoming on this season. Like, it looked like so much. But it was just the preview for next episode. Oh, excuse and it looks like there's, me. It looks like there's drama with, like, Brandon or something. And I think her and, and Joe might have a one-on-one. -on -one. Well, I'm I've really seen her and Joe have, like, a one-on-one -on, -one on what looks like a basketball yeah. game. Correct. Yes, yes, but there's also they showed previews for that and for a baseball game. Oh, they showed maybe they showed both the of those game? in next episode. I know, but the, I, you're right. But they've shown both of those in the next episode to preview, oh. so I'm a little confused. So who's she going to either one with? I forget. I just know there's they, some like basketball Joe. game. Both? They both look like Joe. Yeah, Damn, in the preview. Crazy. Let me see if I can watch it. Um. What was I saying? Katie was talking on TikTok about someone was like, can you label your contestants as songs from Red? And she said she's calling it 12 Days of Messiness of calling of naming Red songs. I'm not interested in that. From her guys. But I'm she's literally. Give Greg all too well. Yeah, I know. I, no, she's going to give Greg, I knew you were trouble. Or she's, she's gonna... what if she gives, like, if she gives, the thing is, if she gives Greg all too well, then that is like a slap in the face to her fiance that she just broke up with. Like you can't give the guy that wasn't your fiance all too well and then give your fiance ex fiance no. like we are never Sorry. getting Oh no, she's going to give up. Yeah. We are never getting back together. Sorry. She does it she is at this basketball date with Joe. That is okay. Joe. And this is, 
Nate, but Nate's not bald. Is Nate bald? Oh, maybe that's Nate. Yeah, Nate's bald. Okay, then maybe that's Nate. She definitely goes on the baseball date with, but that does not look like Nate. He didn't have an earring. Maybe she goes on, she for sure goes on the baseball date with Joe. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Nate's not bald. Nate's not bald? No, he is, I mean, it's short. His hair is short and tight, but it's not bald. Who is it then? I don't Um, even know who's. It looks like Chris drama. Um, uh. Brendan drama. Her and Nate have a one-on-one. Joe is sobbing at their dinner on his oh, one-on-one. Hello. Why? It looks like someone comes in and crashes her and Nate's <gasps> dinner. Potentially. I they're love- making it look like it's Brendan. But... Um, I think she does do the base. They showed a clip of her and Joe driving as well. So I get the feeling that maybe they're doing like a Minnesota date and they go and play mm-hmm. basketball and they go to a baseball game. That would be very cute of them. Them doing a Minnesota sports date. <laughs> Someone asked her on her live, um, what is the biggest lesson you took from your relationship with Blake? And it was never settle. Oh God. What's happening there? Um, well, Sister, you did not. No one forced you. You chose to settle. Like, I don't know. I know. Um. So I think next week. Do you want to record some time on the weekend? I should have some free time done. And like, I can actually watch, and we can bring the weekend of the twentieth. Yes, something like that. Um, or is next yes, week and the weekend you're here? I'm gonna drive home the twentieth, so we could record in person on the twenty-first. <laughs> so exciting do we, know, do we even know how to record in person um no we can set up my mic and we can get joe i'll text jojo now yeah that'll be so fun i'm going to that sounded sarcastic it was not i'm just playing candy crush while we record because i can't focus well that's a very exciting what and what a exciting turn of events for us i know Okay, I text him. Well, everyone, you are going to get to hear our mojo Jojo. Our bestie. It's going to be so exciting. My crush. <laughs> Maybe crush. you guys could listen and tell me if you think we would be a good match. <laughs> I think we there are some compatible. barriers standing in your way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all, world. Okay. Um, short epi because miss haley does not know how to take good notes that's okay it's okay we're having we're in kind of like that filler part of the season where like yeah we don't know the characters the characters these are real people (laughs) we don't know these people well enough to like gab on them and like really dig into them you know so it's kind of hard yeah yeah and this season, i mean and honestly like i think rick may go far but like the two one-on-ones this week were, like, not any of her top – like, it wasn't Nate. It wasn't Joe. Mm-mm. Not her top it contenders. Was, yeah. yeah. Who do you think right now, if you had to guess, me and my friend were talking about this, like, her final four? Um, Clayton. <laughs> I mean, honestly, maybe. He has to be somewhere no. high up. Okay. But I thought the whole thing was that he got sent home kind of earlier. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I um, know. I think Joe – Nate, and then no one else even matters other than those two. Yeah, I think it's going to be Joe, Nate, Rodney. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's going to be Brendan, 
or Rick. I feel like I see Martin. I know. <sighs> I don't know. I just, I already can tell that they're leading us to a really sad Rodney breakup. Mm. Like, I feel like they wouldn't have brought up things like the friend zone if they weren't eventually going to, you know? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And it's just going to break your heart. But. Okay, guys, sorry for the short episode, but no one wants to hear my voice crack for much longer. I we'll hope you see all, you at the, in. At the time that this comes out, I hope that you all have relished in Taylor's version. Yes, I was going to say, like, we'll see you in a world where Red Taylor's version <laughs> is public. Yeah. I'm literally so excited right now. My plan is to shower so I can, like, speed up the time oh that's so smart like be reborn like i'm doing like a ritual on myself (laughs) you know we i wish we had recorded a little longer where it's like it's at the point where like i could justify just going to bed and like i could wake up to it we'll see we'll see well i'm gonna go shower so okay love you guys up to you bye love you guys love you handies love you